I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, Episode 4, The Goosebump Girls, My Favorite Mompreneurs. Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let your soul shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I am so excited to be here. I have Tracy Simus and Mary Birkinshaw joining me today. So I'll just give you a quick background about both of these wonderful ladies. I've known Tracy for a very, very long time. We are going on about 35 years of friendship, and we still love each other, and that's that's pretty cool. And she has been just a fabulous friend and, and a great support throughout my life. And so it's exciting to be here with her today. Anything you want to add, Tracy? I've known Jennifer since the fourth grade, and um, she's just been like a sister my whole life. Yeah, we like each other a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and Mary over here. How long have we known each other, Mary? It's probably been 20 plus years. I mean, we had, when our youngs <clears throat> were little, 20 like 20 years. 20, yeah. at least 20 years. I'm a lot older than you, so I could say fourth grade as well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not older than me. <laughs> I'm older than you. Anyway, Mary is just a bundle of joy. She just, whenever you're around her, you just laugh. You can't help yourself. And she's making horrible faces right now. <laughs> Too bad this is a podcast because it really is entertaining. <laughs> But really what's cool about this and why I was excited to have them join me today is they're moms like you and I, and they've been able to create this amazing, successful business. And so really, that's what we're going to talk about today. But um, the basis of what is really fun about all of this is these are my friends, and these are women that have taken an idea and went with it. And so it's very inspiring. So first, I just kind of want to talk about how this evolved and... From what I remember, and I'm going to have them kind of fill in, but we went on a little girls' trip. It's been how many years ago? Probably. I think that was back in January of 2016. So it's been almost, almost three, years. three years ago. Yeah. And we, I say the, a little girls' trip. What I meant is a girls' trip to the little blue house up by Sundance in Utah. And I, this is when I first heard about the idea of this business. So we were sitting by the fire and it was cold and just the idea of creating this really comfy blankie kind of came up as we were sitting there. And and I could have that wrong, but that's my memory is it kind of evolved around that time when we went on that trip. And so from there, they've really been able to grow this business. They're now in Nordstrom's or on Amazon, all over the you know United States in different boutiques. And of course, they have their website where you can order you know anything directly from them. So Tracy, why don't you start about kind of how this evolved for you? Well, Mary and I have been friends for a long time, 20-something years. And I'm not sure. I think a friend told me that she was making blankets. And um, anyways, we just started talking one day, and she was doing it as a hobby. And she made me and my kids Christmas gifts. And um, I gave them all to my family for Christmas, and everybody loved them. My sisters loved them. My parents loved them. And I can't remember exactly how it evolved, but 
I ended up going with her to get fabric out of town. And she invited LA. me to go. And when we were there, um, it was fun because I've always liked to create things and decorate. And um, anyways, so I just went with her as a friend, as her little sidekick, and we went for twenty four hours, and then went home, and then. I said, why aren't you doing this business? Why don't you do this as a business? Why aren't you selling these? And do you want to go from there? Well, (laughs) actually what had happened was my daughter had, my oldest, I have three girls. I'm a single mom. So I have three girls. And um, it was really hard for me to let my first one go to college. As Let me give you just a little bit of a background. I was divorced and then their father passed away. We were still good friends. So I was a single mom and I I didn't have a spouse or companionship. So um my whole life was my kids and so I felt um that I needed something when my oldest left away to college. And <clears throat> excuse me. And so I started doing it and Tracy was right, a friend had I was just making them for fun, but um, what Tracy forgot to tell you was when we went to California for the first time, um, the one thing she kept saying to me was, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to like believe in yourself and you know, you've got something really fun and exciting going here. But I remember when we were on the corner, I kept feeling like, no, I just need to be a mom. I just need to be a mom. I don't know if I can do this. I don't have an education, blah, blah, blah. But I remember looking at her and she had helped me pick out fabrics and we've known each other for so long. I've trusted her. I remember looking at her and I think this is the right time when I said, would you do this with me? Yeah. It was on the corner. Yes, you asked me. Are we talking me. when you're in L.A.? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We're on, <laughs> on the, the corner, street corner in L.A. In LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'll market them for you because I had done photography. That's what I was doing as a side thing. And I said, I'll, I'll market them for you because I didn't really think that it was something I – I wasn't expecting anything like that. I was That was not in my plans. And things were going on in my personal life – Things were going on in her personal life, just different things. And um, it was actually a spiritual experience as it kind of evolved. Um, I wasn't, this is not something I was looking for. And it just kind of fell into our laps. We both had something to bring to the table to make it happen. I can see that. And I want to get to that here in a little bit. But you touched on something that I thought was interesting is I look at where both of you are now and where you were when you began the business. But even when you began the business, it's as if you both were in preparation for this for a long time. And for you, Tracy, for instance, with your photography. So how did that play into the business? Uh, Well, I'd been doing photography for several years. And um, I, when you do a business like this, I think the photography is a big part of it, especially if you're doing an online business and you're marketing it. And, you know, 97% of our sales come from Instagram, um, social media. So marketing is huge. And the quality of your photography definitely stands out to me. 
And so, I mean, to think that when you were learning to do photography, taking family photos, kind of along the way, you didn't imagine you'd be at this point where you'd actually be marketing a very successful business that you have ownership in. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I never would have ever expected it. And the way that things just kind of fell into my life and her life, it kind of came together. Um, so there was a lot of uh, divine intervention, I think, that, no, I can for, that for my side and her and Mary's side. And we were having separate experiences, not no, will, not realizing as this was evolving. So Okay. And so for you, Mary, as far as, you know, we talked about you being a single mom and what what's involved with that. There's a lot of multitasking that goes along with that. And how did that prepare you to be in a situation or position that you could contribute to a business like this? Well, <clears throat> I felt like, um, well, at first, like, we, it took a lot of time to really want to start the business. Like, I wanted to do it. But I kept telling Tracy, you know, just give me some time. Well, weeks would go by and, you know, it, it's a very scary thing when you are a single parent or a parent at all. And, you know, your top priority is your children. And for me, I didn't want to take away anything that was a risk of my family, you know, and my girls who I was all they had. So that was a really hard thing. And to finally be able to say, let's do this was, you know, it was, it was hard, but I felt like it was something that I needed to do. I think a lot of mom entrepreneurs go through that though, trying to find that balance. Yeah. And sometimes we feel like we can only be this or we can only be that, but there is this magic in managing both. And And managing your time, you know, because for me, I like, I always took my kids to school. I always picked them up and, you know, now working and it, it was it was hard with my kids. You know, they saw a whole new side of, you know, what it was like for me to not be there all the time. Well, that brings me to another question that I have as far as like, what type of sacrifices have you had to make to get the business started? Well, at the beginning, uh, we were actually cutting and pinning the blankets ourselves on Mary's bedroom floor. I remember that. <laughs> yep. And then I would take them when we were super busy and I would take them over to my house and I would do them in my office. And then she would, um, we had our, we had first started out with one of our friends who was a seamstress and then we had another one and that's kind of how it began. And we would take them over to, then we had a vacant house that Mary had owned and Somebody had moved out of it, and we went in there, and we used that. And Well, let me tell you something funny about that that we've always laughed about. So we would we started pinning. We'd go to L.A. We would come home. We'd leave at 5 in the morning because, you know, I did need to be home. I mean, Tracy needed to be home, but she did have her husband so that could help out. But I we would leave at 5 in the morning, and then we would leave L.A. at 5 in the afternoon or 6, and drive all night. And we would come home with bolts and bolts and rolls of fabric to the point where our car was filled I'm, to the rim. Yeah. And I remember one time, like my feet, I had stuff below my feet, I had my seatbelt on, but it was just crazy. But one of the things that we have laugh about all the time 
was, um, it was four houses down from my house. So I was still, you know, able to juggle my kids. But one time my youngest daughter had said to me, um, so it was like eight o'clock at night. How much longer are you going to be doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll be home in just like an hour or so. And she's like, no, no. I mean like, mom, like how much longer are you going to be doing this? Like, are you almost done with the blanket business? <laughs> and I'm like, honey, we're trying to start a blanket business. You've and only just begun, right? Yeah. And at that moment it was where I realized I really needed to juggle my time a little bit better. But I will say at the very beginning, there were times where Tracy and I, I remember my arm was on fire from cutting. And we didn't expect at the very beginning that we'd get very many orders. And we're so grateful. But we were cutting all day, pinning all day, where there was times I literally remember my arms were on fire. Yeah. I remember. And just lifting all all the fabric was really... It was hard. It was physical labor. (laughs) But I wouldn't trade it. Yeah, it was, it was oh, awesome. And that's like, that was, you know, something that I was going to ask is as we are starting a business, mistakes are part of the learning process, right? Is there mm-hmm. something you would do differently if you went back or? I don't think there's anything we would do different. I don't know how else you would have gotten us started. We didn't. We started start somewhere, right? We started with, I don't know, $1,000 a piece we both put in and we've never had to really do anything since then. We've just let it mm-hmm. roll. I would say don't burn yourself out. Enjoy it. Um, I think anything you do, you want to be find able the, to enjoy it. Yeah, find the balance. That's, uh-huh. Isn't that just the key word here? It's balance. So we talk, you know, I was, we, there's a creative side to this business, but there's also the financial side. Was there something out of those two that drew you into doing this in the first place? I mean, was there... a were you more motivated by the creative outlet or more motivated by the financial possibilities? Well, or was it a little bit of both? For me, I was, um, I had five, I have five kids and three of them were gone to college. And so, you know, it was kind of like, what am I going to do? And I, I was kind of tired of doing family photo shoots. And so this was an, an opportunity for me to be able to use my my talent and to put it somewhere that was going to make more money so for me it was a financial thing and it was a a time for me to feel like I want to be self-reliant and I've always I know I didn't really ever think I could do something like this we're both don't have college degrees um I have a hair license. I've never used it. Cosmetology license. I've never used it. Um, just cause I didn't really, I don't really have a passion in it. And I think that this has worked mainly by having a financial desire as well as being self-reliant. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, I, it was more about just trying to find myself, trying to find something that I enjoyed. My whole life had just been about my children. I'd never really taken time for myself. So um, I would say probably one of the biggest things was just almost feeling alive again. That I had a little spark back in your life. Yeah, I love that. So that was probably the thing that um, motivated me the most. And, And I think having a business partner or somebody else to do it with, it takes away the fear, you know, and Tracy definitely took away that fear for me. 
Oh yeah, because you guys are great support system. It's interesting because my next question was, I love the yin and yang going on with you two. <laughs> You're definitely like so different and you both bring mm. very different gifts to the table, which is why I think it works. Yeah. So Mary, what would you say that you bring to the table? I mean, I can answer this question because I watch you two all the time. I'm just going to interject this because Mary's giving me this little like, I'm not ready to answer this yet. But what I will say is that Mary is someone you can't say no to. And so just imagine these two blondies in downtown LA, some pretty uh, sketchy parts of town. And Mary just walks right in. There's no fear. And she can get what she wants. And like I said, people don't tell you no can very I, often. Can I add into this? Oh, yes. Please do, Tracy. Um, this business wouldn't have happened if it. She, her personality and her like ability to talk to people um, and negotiate. <laughs> she's a negotiator. She can get them to do anything. And I'm more of a reserved person. Um, my personality isn't what hers is. I wouldn't have had the, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been able to walk in and just start talking to people and offer them lunch, a hug. <laughs> she would like the things that There's would come no out of barriers her. barriers with Mary. <laughs> no, Everyone literally loves Mary. Were no... Like the things that came out of her mouth and people were drawn to her and we were able to get our production, what it is. We've got a huge production. We've got several contractors and I would, I would have to say it has a lot to do with Mary's um, ability to connect to people and to talk to people and to really like want to know who they are and what their situations are, their personal lives. And so that's a huge, um, that's been a big part of Goosebumps. I love successful. that. Wow. So I, now you get to brag on Tracy, Mary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me wipe my tears. But no, I, I think that um, I, I am a little bit more outgoing and forward. And, you know, I'll walk in to some of the dangerous places that I probably shouldn't. But um, not bragging on Tracy, but she, I may have been initially what maybe helped us start it. But she is definitely what holds it together. I won't look at her. I'll start to cry, and then I'll want to hug her. She loves <laughs> oh. to be hugged. <laughs> so I I would say that maybe initially, you know, finding the people to really produce a, pr- a product that, like, you're really picky about. I, I wouldn't just let anybody, you know, start sewing. We were really, really particular. Um, that's a hard thing to do because you want them to love it as much as you do. But I would say, as bragging on Tracy, is I our company really is where it is today. You know, I, I'll i give her like 80% of it. Oh, gosh. But, no, she really is. She's amazing. And with the photography and, I mean, that's what sells our product. You know, on my end, it was like we have to find the right people to produce it because we couldn't do it anymore. So the yin and yang I'm kind of the class clown, and she's kind of just sits in the back and doesn't say much. <laughs> but so, it, it works, right? It works, it works. And what I love is you have this friendly banter, and, I mean, it's very entertaining. I love being around you two when you're together. <laughs> <laughs> and really, you're together all the time. You're like this little old married couple almost. So well, how do you handle that your difference? Old, but... Well, we're all the same age, so I guess I just yeah, call myself old. old. <laughs> No, but how do you handle differences? I mean, that has to come up. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, for for me, I've just learned that you can 
no matter what relationship you're in, your husband, your children, your business partner, your friends, you're going to find things about people that are going to be irritating and different, you know, the way that you communicate. And I just, for me, I've told Mary from day one, I'm like, just communicate with me. Let's work it out. It's not going to, we just need to forgive and forget and move on and not have grudges and, um, you know, we each need to individually be healthy, though, in our own personal lives to be able to make it work. And so I think forgiving and forgetting and moving on and is just part of, I mean, it's kind of like a marriage. Yeah, mean, sadly. it's like letting go, right? Yeah. Letting it go. Let it go. Like, forget it and move on. And just, I think not judging and like, just trying to understand, like, what her situation is or why she feels the way she does about something. But I think all in all, we pretty much, at the end of the day, we end up agreeing on most everything that we try to make a decision on, don't you think? Yeah, I would say um, I'm a little bit more um, forward and, you know, say things maybe I, that I shouldn't say. So I'll, I'll throw this one out here for the podcast <laughs> today. Um, when we first started, um, like I said, being single, you you make all the decisions. You don't have somebody telling you hey, maybe this would be a better idea or this. It was like, yeah, I'm the boss and, you know, of my own life. And so when Tracy and I first started, I will say that there were some times where I was like, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I'm done. But it didn't last too long. We're still here. (laughs) Well, we are. But, you know, I think with any relationship, you're going to, it's going to be hard. But it didn't last very long. And that's the one thing that we have always decided that at the end of the day, we're going to get along and that we pretty much do see eye to eye on a lot of things. And probably one of the biggest things that we have at our business is we don't want any drama. Our employees are all told that we don't talk about people. We don't gossip. I mean, I can say that that really is happening where we work and we wanted the same thing with our lives. I love that. That's super powerful. So this is just I love just having this conversation with you both because I've seen this evolve and I've seen how hard you've worked to get it to this point. And I think what you said, Tracy, is really important that how you are in your personal life, like interpersonally especially, Mm -hmm. is a huge reflection of how this is playing out. Because this is not easy to do, right? And if it were, there'd be more people doing it. Like Not everyone can make this happen. And I think a lot of mom entrepreneurs, you know, talk themselves out of this. There's different reasons. Like either sometimes we'll tell ourselves we're not good enough, or you mentioned it earlier, not enough experience. There's no business background. You don't have a college degree. Maybe that there's like this scarcity mentality sometimes that I think we deal with as women where you look around and there's other people that are creating products or doing things. And you're like, well, how am I going to stand out? How am I going to be different? I mean, I've went through that just trying to get this podcast going and letting some of that go. And I think you touched on something, Mary, about the time, like finding the time. So I think you have moms and you have these, the entrepreneur mentality that sometimes it's hard to blend those, those both. But as you both kind of talked about this, I see how you've been able to manage that and to make it work. And I think that's a really... Um, and that's a big part of this because there's countless opportunities for business and for for people to succeed. And here's the fun fact, ladies: there you are good enough. Experience is not required, and there is enough business and abundance to go around. So just get out of your own way. 
And I look at where these girls are. They had plenty of obstacles along the way, and yet here they are. And so I love that. I just love what they have been able to do, and they just keep growing and growing and growing, and it's just a testament of the mentality that they have. And I think that says a lot about their business. So do um, I'm just going to go over a couple you know, words of advice for mom entrepreneurs that I have found helpful, helpful in my own business. And then I want you to kind of think about that and add to this what you think. But number one, I think it's important to focus on what you know and love. And you had mentioned that earlier, Tracy, that this, if you were selling like hunting products or who knows what, there wouldn't have been any sort of passion or excitement about it. And so you found something that you both were interested in, that you were excited about, that you know that there was a need. And I think that's really important when you're um, starting out and wanting to be a mom entrepreneur. Number two, come up with a business plan. Now, this is a little bit overwhelming because when you're starting a new business, there's so many parts and pieces. You got the website, you got finding your product for you guys, finding somebody to sew your blankets, finding the material. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so I think you start with a business plan knowing that it's going to evolve. And I've seen how your business plan has evolved. You started pinning blankets and now you have like a couple warehouses doing it for you. Mary's smiling over here. I'm laughing because we're still coming up with a business plan. <laughs> we're I mean, still well. I think it just always is evolving, especially you're when you're learning. growing. When you're growing, it's changing monthly. Well, and I think too, just looking at where you guys are at now, you just moved into a bigger space. You have a warehouse, yeah. and you're working on opening a storefront, and that's really exciting. Yeah, and so I think that. You start out with, you know, a dream or a vision, but sometimes that business plan will start small and then it will evolve. And I think that's okay, but it's important to have a plan. So number three, we you both have talked about this, but good time management skills are a must when you're a mom trying to run a business. And I have a hard time with that too, because sometimes I'll have an idea or, you know, I, I have something that I'm working on and my kids come home and just trying to find that balance of, making time for the things that matter most. Number four, this is, I think, very important, is to delegate. And I think in the beginning, you learned the hard way, right? That you didn't need to pin all the blankets and cut all the blankets. Yep. <laughs> so delegating was a big deal for you. And that's, I think, when you're able to grow your business is when you focused on what you're really good at and found people to do the other parts of the business that that they were good at. And I think that's a really important part of running a business. Yeah. And another thing that I love about you guys is that you support other mom entrepreneurs. You are always collaborating. And even for little me, who I just have this small, I'm starting my business, and they're always so gracious to do collaborations with me. And it's just, I've noticed that with other you know businesses that you're trying to help those starting out. And I think that's, I've just seen that in other um, areas that you're able to connect and do that with smaller businesses. And then also with businesses like your own that have, you know, you're you're at a different place now than yeah. where I am right now. You're a few years ahead of where I am, and that's. I think it's important to remember that every business starts doesn't start out like large. They start out small, and so I think that everybody should have a chance to, you know, have s- support and help along the way. You know, so I have I've always told Mary, I'm like, I want to make sure that we, <clears throat> you know, can help other people give advice or whatever, you know, I, I don't ever want to be that type of a, and be stingy with knowledge, you know, and I can say just definitely, I can see that that's something that, that it's, you've definitely put energy and time into that. Well, and, and I also think that, 
with us going to LA, we would go like days at a time and just walking the streets and trying to find the things that we needed and the help that we needed that, you know, there was times it was really, really scary where a police officer pulled us over and was like, hey, you you two blondes <laughs> need to not be in this area. But I think um, looking back um, and starting from the very beginning and pinning our blankets, it was hard, hard work. We had to leave our families at times. But um, we had come in contact with somebody who was big, and they helped us get some of the contacts that we have. And so we've always wanted to repay that for somebody else that is just starting out. I mean, we've had several people come to us and ask advice and, you know, ask a lot of things. And, you know, it's all about helping others and sharing your information and your knowledge. So, I love that. I remember you giving me that example when you guys were in LA. I mean, there were some big companies that they'd been working with, and yet they took the time to help you both, you know, find your niche, find a place to get the help that you needed. So, which which the person that did help us was a mom starting a business. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So I love that. Okay, so number six, integrity is the best business asset, and I think it's just important to you know handle your customers and to. Be honest in what you're putting out there. And I just think integrity is such an important aspect of running any business. And Tracy and I talked a little bit about this, but just number seven is faith over fear. If we buy into our fears, we will not succeed. That is, that is, that, that's, that's the bottom line, right? Yeah. But I think if you have enough faith, and I always love to say the power to how is yes. If you just say yes and you put yourself out there, People like that, the, the woman that you met in LA that can, people come into your lives that will help you connect the dots. It's yes. really amazing you see that happen. And so I think it's so important to have faith in ourselves, faith that we'll find the right people, the right resources. And I just think that's a beautiful part of just putting yourself out there, which is very vulnerable, right? And so number eight is allow time for yourself. I don't know that either of you are doing a very good job of this. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to yeah. get Tracy to get a birthday massage, I don't know, for two or three years now. <laughs> there's just no time. But I think t- self-care is very important so that you're more efficient it's in true. your business and more efficient as a mom. Okay. So this is actually really funny that you're saying this because I was thinking this this morning as I was getting ready, um, which, you know, it's a big deal for me to get ready in the morning. Um <laughs> I was actually thinking about that um, because, you know, I knew that was something you were going to ask me. But, you know, yeah, it's hard to find time for ourselves. But what hit me this morning was I have found time for myself. I may have put on just a few little pounds since we started, and (laughs) I may not work out and eat the best, but I am the happiest I've been. So I feel like I have found time for myself and that is enjoying what I'm doing. Doing what you're doing, yeah. So you know, there you can always take time to go to lunch and do things with your friends, but I found something that's really makes you something, happy. Yeah, and it's something for myself. She loves to organize the warehouse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's but good I think it, it's so important that you're getting, you know, your rest and just giving yourself that time that you need to recoup so that you can continue on at the level that you're at. Because you you're kind of being pulled in all sorts of directions. So, but I think ultimately when we find that passion, that spark, it just, it just, it creates a life it, of its own, right? When you have a passion for something, it can become 
addicting. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see success, it is sometimes we're like, I could just keep working and working and working, but I have a family. So, well, and like for, for me, I think it's exactly how she, I just said it to her last night as we were leaving. I'm like, I could just stay here all night, but you have to find time to prioritize your priorities. Yeah. And that's between your family and your job. Perfect segue into the next one, which is number nine. Never lose sight of what matters most, your family. And I think that um, being a mom is obviously what you both love, and it's it's such a big part of who you are. And I think obviously you can do that and run your business, but I think that's, that's an important thing to keep at, at the forefront. And number 10 is another thing that I've really noticed that you have done a good job with is giving back. I'm involved with an organization called Streetlight, and it's I've talked about it a little bit in my other podcasts, but it's a home that takes in girls that have been victims, <clears throat> excuse me, of sex trafficking. And I did an, a, a service project out there over the holidays that last Christmas, and I just, of course, the first thing that comes to my mind is a blanket because there's something very comforting. This the symbolic, you know, it's very symbolic. And so I went to my girls and I asked them if they would donate. And of course they said yes. And these girls loved their blankets. They immediately tied them, wrapped them up, and were just so grateful. And so they just enjoyed them. And there's just this, the gesture of giving them these blankets was just such a treasure for me. And I really appreciated your generosity in doing that. So what are other um, times that you've been able to maybe give back in your business? I know you've met some different people in LA that you've been able to connect with. Do you want to share maybe a little bit about that? Um, Well, we've had some interesting times down there. If we could be on a reality show, it would quite, it would be interesting. Let's just put it that way. Um, I've spent many times in homeless people's tents, (laughs) shopping for them. Um, We have given out, I don't, I'd say hundreds of blankets. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. And sometimes I will be driving down the street and in the middle of the medium, there's somebody taking a nap. It's just a little strange to me, but you know, we've stopped and given them a blanket and you don't realize how fortunate you are when you're down there and you see those kinds of things. So I, I feel like we're always willing to give, we love giving I mean, that's one thing, like, I mean, I, I love that, you know, being able to give something to somebody and, and, and there's nothing better than when you're just randomly out and you see somebody with your product, you know? Yeah, that is fun. Um, I, for me, I think that one of the things, uh, I, I feel like personally, we talk about this all the time that this has actually been a gift to us and, um, I feel like um, we have been really blessed. And so it it is our obligation to other people to give back when we can or when this the situation comes. And so um, it isn't none of this is ours anyway. So it's all been just inspired, you know, as we've gone um, different ideas and stuff. So. Well, so the one thing we, I don't know if you have it on your questions, but the one thing is, is 
what where the name Goosebumps came from. And it like I said, well Tracy had said it's been a very spiritual ride. Um very spiritual. And uh so with the name Goosebumps Don't Lie, that's kind of been our little logo, is that when something spiritual or something touches you you know, you get the goosebumps and, and you act on it and yeah. you act on it. I you know, love when it. you get the goosebumps, you don't, you know, they don't lie. There's something soft and fuzzy inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. So why don't you tell the audience how they can contact you? Well, they can go to our website, um, shopgoosebumps.com or our Instagram is just goosebump shop. I think just backwards. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're an online store. So is there anything else you'd like to add? Any advice or any takeaways you want to leave before we close? Um, the one thing that I would say is um, for us in our path has been timing. It's all about timing. And you'll know when the right time is. And it was the right time for us. Even though it took a little bit, I felt like... Um, if you can prioritize your family and your time, um, then you'll be able to know what's right whenever you want to start something. So I think um, faith over fear is a big part of it. Um, just having a vision, putting it out there, saying, you know, because one of our things is lately I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And if you make a goal and you put it out there and say it, it, hap- it, it happens. If you believe that it'll happen, it'll happen. If you can stay and connected and you can like um, make a goal and make it happen, it will, it will happen if you want it that bad. It's a vision board. Yeah. We recommend vision boards for everybody. <laughs> I wonder who taught us about a vision board. Well, let's see. Let so, it glow. <laughs> let's hey, just vision say boards are powerful. They really are. They really and are. I have to say, Jennifer has been, you've been a huge help to me personally, to Mary personally. Um. Like, I think separately, like, you've even been, like, really helpful yeah, with you've your played, You've played tools. a big role because it's gone from Jen to Tracy to the long drives home from L.A. <laughs> to all the advice from Tracy back to Jen. So <laughs> with, with you helping Tracy, Tracy helps me, and look where we are. Wow, there's true. It really is true. I'm not being funny. I wasn't so. looking for a little infomercial, but thanks, girls. You were. You're a big part of <laughs> well, it, Well, the actually. feeling is mutual. It's just I've loved sitting with both of you today, and really the bottom line is if you can dream it, you can do it. So thanks for tuning in, and until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.